in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center and Rock 937. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. So I'm sure you've been watching a lot of TV this week, just a lot. I, I've, I've actually had myself busied with mm-hmm. other things. Um, I've seen some like commercials when I open my phone, and it's just like, play this. But that's not, no, it's not, that's not what you're thing. talking about. No. no, I have been going out of my way to watch things. Oh, by the way, all of Netflix is on I'm sorry. All of Lord of the Rings is okay. on Netflix. I was going to say all of Netflix is on the Lord Net- of the Netflix Rings. Netflix is on the internet now. Uh, that's for sure. Okay. So I've been just, I've been trying to skip around. So. Uh, As opposed to jump around. Yeah. Jump up, jump up and get down. Pretty much. Okay. Um. So, geez, where do I begin? Okay. I'm going to start with this. Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. Is it any relation to the movie? No. Okay. Patriot Act is actually very funny. He is his. Is it a sequel to Patriot Games? No. Okay. I'm assuming he's basically a stand-up comic, and he is he's American. His his family is Muslim from India, and he is hilarious because that's a, that's a good. You can I mean, only imagine. A, you're selling it, yeah. Yeah. So Patriot Act is much in line with John Oliver's show. Oh. So Patriot Act is about 20 minutes or so, and uh, he does stand during the whole thing. He he did one where he went to Canada and interviewed the prime minister, and he will focus on one thing in particular, and he'll it's, – it's not as in-depth – it's not as sharp as John Oliver's, but it's the same kind of thing, and I enjoyed it. Oliver really does like he's superb. Just, I mean, he has got a, a surgeon's scalpel. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I cannot think of one episode of that show that I was just like, "Oh, there was a dip in quality there." <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they're all real. When good. you when you do one, I mean, it's not fifty two weeks out of the year, but I mean, like, he probably does thirty forty episodes, mm-hmm. and they're on what their sixth season maybe at this point like and and it's just i'm always like he he really is just the the wittiest guy on television yeah, right is. now oh and it, i just I, I love it but if you're if you're telling me he's playing on his yes. his level like that's that's a compliment if you yes. if you've never watched last week tonight if you're on that level like john stewart at his peak on the daily show like i mean that's where mm-hmm. that's where last week tonight, tonight plays well, uh, Patriot Act, again, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be because I didn't know. Because I didn't recognize him. Uh, Patriot Act, right? Same thing, Patriot Games. It is funny. It's the kind of thing that you don't have to look at to watch. Because sometimes when I'm getting ready, I just want to hear something different. And I'll watch a lot of foreign films, but I don't know all them languages, so I have to read it. Yeah, <laughs> and so... That's not a getting ready type my, of experience. My brain is full of useless facts, not things like 
you know, trilingual nah, none or, of that. Or, or like, like I can't do like the beautiful math or the beautiful mind kind of math. No. Like it just, that's, I get, if you'll let me sit down and give me five minutes and I can write it out. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. So one of uh, the shows he did was on uh, cruises in general. And it was fascinating and funny and not so funny. He he has a, a family and he was going to take the family. And he said his big mistake was he decided to research cruises. And thus the episode was born. And what he found out about the cruise was that he will never take his family on a cruise because of the the working conditions and the fact that, I guess I didn't know this, but cruises don't have lifeguards at the pools. And many, many, many children have drowned. And because there's a thing, you know, you're in international waters and this and that, if let's say somebody pushes you off a balcony... What May, you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, so a lot of bad things happen. I think Titanic had a very similar effect on me that Jaws had, mm-hmm. in that like I've pretty much had a lifelong fear of sharks, and I understand most of what it goes on in Jaws is pretty fictionalized. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I saw it in a movie, and it told me. Yes. Um, so so I am, and I saw there was a luxury cruise liner that could not be sunk, mm-hmm. and the man that gave us the Terminator told me boats wanted to kill me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, wait, you want me to pay you how much to be stuck on a boat? That is it going to be near any icebergs? What about rocks? What about, what about anything? that I went on into? one cruise. Now, I have since been told that they're better than the one that I went on. It was a carnival cruise, and it was the oldest and smallest ship, which actually sounds more appealing to me because, hey, it hasn't sunk. Because the really tall ones, the huge ones, the ones with the roller coasters, I'm thinking... How do you not capsize? Yes. Yes, because there are things called waves. Well, evidently, Disney has... Like, if you look at the amount of ships they have, like, it rivals... I'm trying to think of this, the the full statistic. Basically, like, it rivals the U.S. Navy. Like, (laughs) it it has a larger, larger, like, fleet than some... Wow. Some some countries, and I'm just like, what I, if we weaponized it? I just, I absolutely believe that. Now there is one, I guess, that Star Wars themed. Mm-hmm. If you were gonna get me to get on one of them, yeah, I feel like that's the one I would probably. Or if they do like you know a, a Marvel themed one, you could probably talk me into that with a little you know cajoling. Yeah, um, probably. But like just straight out like the the, the idea. I I don't like being cooped this up. This is in, this is this was my biggest problem. Yeah. Okay, granted, I was pregnant when I was on this cruise, so I wasn't drinking, and I don't suntan. I couldn't stay awake past 7.30. And I feel like you need to do all of those yes. things to really, like, yeah. to really get your money's worth out of out of the cruise. But you, I, I very vividly remember going on deck, and it's just water. Everywhere. No joyously leaping anything. It's just water. No wonder sailors of yore thought that manatees and seals were mermaids. It's just water. And I thought, this is really well, I wa- dull. I watched Master and Commander lot to, a lot, not so long ago. And uh, I'm going I'm to say, well, rewatched. I saw it when it first came out. But I, I, I don't 
I don't ever want to go on a ship of yore. I'm just like, no, oh. I do not either. Oh, that's terrible. Does that guy have scurvy? Yeah, I don't want yeah. that. Like, so um, it was it, it was interesting, and it was amusing the way he told it. And I can recommend watching Patriot Act because it's entertaining, and you'll learn something. I mean, honest to goodness, if you stop after that sentence, it's entertaining. Because there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that that wants your attention, but it does bare minimum like at the absolute bottom you need to be entertaining if you cannot entertain me like go go away do not waste my time i don't i don't have to be well educated when i leave it doesn't have to be the greatest thing that i've ever seen just entertain me if i'm going to give you my attention just entertain me mm-hmm. that's, that's, all that, I need. that's all i need you're listening to binge or cringe brought to you by hints and oakley family dentistry Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what's worth watching on TV. For so, streaming services. Yes. Yeah, so, um, watch. I'm going to get the information. It'll start playing. When I say Sasha Baron Cohen, what do you think of first? I think of Borat or Diology. Yes. Um, no. No? He is in a television show called spy or is it the spy hold on hold and on. it's sure. it's in no way offensive to anyone what is it's a limited series okay it's called spy i don't know anything else um no it is not offensive to anyone and it's just so unusual because he is acting and he's very good but then there's a part of me that sees him in that red onesie yeah he's he is an oddly he is talented he sing and and I mean like I he's like, probably friends with Hugh Jackman. I I when I saw Borat mm-hmm. like for the first like I really did not know what I was getting into and mm-hmm. it was not what I expect like from from getting the disc out of the case like if DVD back back when you wanted like physical media when you pulled Borat out of the case. The DVD is made to look like it's a burned copy of the movie. Like it's it's not it's like Memorex or something mm-hmm. like that. And it looks like Borat has been written on it with a black Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I saw that, because I was working at a video store at the time, I thought someone had put a burned copy of the movie in there. But then I opened two, th- two or three of them and I just went, oh, they're... There's a joke before you even hit play mm-hmm. on it. Like, I'm like, that's good. You had me. You absolutely had me. Well, this is one of those that is based on a true story. Um, and I don't know how much of it is not true because I, I didn't know the story. And then I went to Wikipedia and went, oh, that is... That is just a really sad ending. So I don't know how much of an ending like that they're going to have on it. But it is an English-language French espionage thriller television miniseries written and directed by an Israeli director. Okay, so this is the story. You've heard of Mossad, right? Sure. And Mossad had a spy named Eli Cohen. And their spy, Eli, went and infiltrated and got information about Syria. And this is how it happened. Basically, this this guy really did live, 
And he tried to get into Mossad, and they went pass, pass. And then they came to him because of his specific background. It was just unusual for what they wanted and what they needed. And he had been working as an accountant. And they came and trained him to be a super spy. And he was for years. And, you know, they send him to what? Uh, Argentina? Where, you know, they send him over there. Sure, this, Argentina. Argentina. They send, they send people to Argentina. Buenos Aires. I don't know. But they, they do a cover story for him and all that. And it's fascinating what this accountant did and accomplished. And then they caught him and hung him. But I don't know if that's so, part of this story. So basically, it's like if the people that trained Jason Bourne found, like, William H. Macy. And mm-hmm. they're just like, you know what? No one would no one would suspect exactly. You. Let let's get you. And he's like, Whoa, what what? And Sasha Baron Cohen, do you ever think of him as being incredibly tall? Um, I, I've seen pictures of him like comparative photos like oh. to people whose height I did know. So yeah, like I actually do I, I know that he is very tall. I ju- it just I just figured he was, you know, you're Six foot ish, somewhere around no, there. He's, he's, oh, no, he's. Oh, no. Dude probably could have had a career in basketball mm-hmm. if he wanted it. Yes, and that is quite, quite fascinating. So it, it is very much an espionage almost film noir type of style. Almost. Um, so there's a lot of smoking, is what I'm trying to say. Right. Uh, the first episode, maybe I just don't have a lot of patience. The first episode was okay. Right. Uh, stylistically, it was very well done. And then I thought, well, where's because I didn't know the story of this man. I, I don't think they taught that in high school because, you know. Well, no, uh, he's not. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, I but, mean, you had that short list of the ones yes. from, so, you know, you know uh, George Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like you, George Washington's friends. That's about it. And Thomas Jefferson, we're done. <laughs> Paul Bunyan, not a real person, but still, but still pretty cool. Yeah, and that apple seed guy. Anyway, so he he did something uh, fascinating, and he did it extraordinarily well. I mean, in six months, they trained him physically and mentally to do all this stuff. And so it's really kind of mind-blowing, partially that that happened and we never knew about it. I wonder if they've come in, like, looking looking at me and then, like, they spend 10 minutes with me and they're like, nope. Yeah, I don't think no, the Mossad's going to approach no. you to go to Syria. He's like, I don't. No, no he's that, not our guy. That guy, he ain't it. Nope. He is not it. So that's pretty much where it's at. It It is well done. It is not fast-paced. Um, everyone has an accent. If you're American, everyone has an accent, uh, which seems right to me for, you know, where it is portrayed. But I can't tell you because I do not know those accents really, really well. So I can't tell you if they're doing a good job or a bad job. It's like, it sounds right. And it's very... Um, it sounds authentic. We, yes. You, we don't... We're not. We don't know enough about it to verify its authenticity. Yes, but to the the lay person, probably looks pretty authentic. Yes, so uh, that's that's where it is, and it's it's kind of on the quiet side. I mean, he is not James Bond super spy like pow pow pow. He's not doing that. 
All he's trying to do is get close to the people in power and then relay information. Which so I'd say it's all is he probably, is doing. Probably what most actual spies do. They're not, you know, like skiing through in tuxedos and mm-hmm. like shooting people with like bow yeah. and arrows while getting a nice little quip in. Like, I like, you know, True Lies and James Bond as much as the next person. But, I, but I'm betting those are a bit more on the, the fantastic side. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So it, have, have you seen, I, I, I say this because it's, it, it struck me, um, as much as you and I like to lampoon Adam Sandler, and, and we've done it several times just on this show, mm-hmm. he has a new film out right now. And I say this because we we probably need to apologize for as much as the new like, one with Jennifer Aniston. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's newer a, than that. It's a it just it would just premiered at a film festival. Oh, and like it's not on Netflix. No. Whoa. No, and like it was at the same festival festival that the Joker movie with festival. Wa- the festival. <laughs> That'd be a different. It's a festival all, altogether. It's a, I believe that's actually a pay per view for WWE. The festival. Yeah, the festival. Um, but like it and the Joker were apparently like the big standouts okay. from that movie like critics that have seen it are loving it so he's acting in this one like a, yeah evidently and like apparently he's good and i was just yeah. like wait a god like i know that we rib you endlessly but like i look back in the day buddy i was rooting for you as happy gilmore he made a lot of good movies and he also made a lot of money off terrible movies yes but like it I, I saw that and I was just like, we have to talk about like Sandler doing a good movie. One that I'm just, I, I don't instantly groan when I see the preview for it. I haven't got to see it yet. But if if it and, and Joker are apparently just being like lauded. And when he says it, not the movie it. Not the movie it. Like what, I, I cannot think of the name of the film right now, but mm-hmm. like Sandler apparently is just, he's turning in quite the performance. Like some people were even talking like, Oscar nomination, which is not something you ever hear about Sandler unless um, the word not is in the sentence. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just just for the irony, I would like him to win an Oscar. I mean, it would just, it would be, it would be delightful, honestly. Like you, the the Oscar viewership has been dwindling for years. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, Adam Sandler winning, I mean- Honestly, three six mafia won one before Martin Scorsese. Like at that point, I'm just like, you know what? Anybody can have an Oscar. Like exactly. I don't remember what, what was it for. I want to. They were on the like the soundtrack for like Crash or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the host that year even pointed out, and he goes, "I just want to make sure everybody understands, three six mafia got an Oscar before Martin Scorsese did." <laughs> Go ahead and carry on. And I was just like, oh, oh, it's gold. That was go. Oh, you, you, That's oh, nailed just it. Pop. So, uh, we'll look for that. Uh, meantime, Spy, good. Patriot Act, good. Patriot Games, also good. Not what we talked about today. And, uh, as Frankenstein covered, fire bad. Fire, fire bad. bad. Fire bad. Very much so. <clears throat> and I want to say something wonderful is about to drop, but I've already forgotten what it was. So, well, I'll I'm, just say I'm it. sure. I'm sure Hulu or Netflix will harass us into yes, 
to saying saying that it is it has dropped. Watch it, watch it, watch it. So thank you so much for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Binge or Cringe, starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens, is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.